Welcome back, stoners. Welcome to Stoner Talk. I am your host, B.C. Alright. And today, stoners, we're going to talk about something that's really only vexing me. And I thought about it when I woke up this morning. We're going to talk about something that a lot of people really need to get a grasp on because we're losing ourselves, okay? We're going to talk about the four jobs, all right. Now, you're asking yourself, BC, what in the fire hell is the four jobs? Well, let me explain. First, let me light my thing. So, anyways... The four jobs are four jobs that the Almighty gave to us as human beings when we first touched down on this rock and water bubble, okay? The four jobs are provide, protect, nourish, and create. I'll repeat those. It is provide, protect, nourish, and create. All right. Now, because no one man can do four things effectively, they, those four jobs have been split up between two people, the man and the woman. Okay? It is the man's job to provide and protect what he has provided. It is the woman's job to create and nourish what she has created. As long as those four jobs are being taken care of, I promise you, stoners, you will be happy. Now you're asking yourself, why the hell I brought this up? Well, I'm seeing a lot of people gravitating towards misery. Okay, stoners? They're gravitating towards things that make them sad or things that are out of their reach just for the sake of doing it. Let me give you an example. I was listening to The Breakfast Club not too long ago, and, uh, you know, everybody's getting down on Kevin Hart, which is weird. The man just got into a, a crazy accident. He's struggling to get back, but let's throw some dirt on him. Why don't we? So they say um, when he was on the shop, LeBron showed the shop, he, um, when Lil Nas X was trying to explain why he came out that he was gay when he's at the top of his game, right? Kevin Hart said real abruptly, cut him off and everything. He's gay, so what? And the and and the gay community went crazy. And I'm sitting there wondering, like, what did he what did, what what did he do? Now, Mayor Pete, uh, I don't know his last name, but he's running for president. The gay mayor, Pete, um, I I want to say Buddhist Hedge, but see, that's why I said I don't know his name because I didn't want to butcher it. But he is a gay male, right? And he explained to Charlemagne the God that. The reason why the gay community was so up in arms like the way they was, was because, and this is his words, not mine, because Kevin Hart made it seem like he had to wave the flag that he is not the homophobic guy you think he is. He cut him off. And then, this is one thing he said that really, really irked my nerves. He said, it's kind of like when a white person says, oh, I, I don't see color. And Charlemagne and God and everybody was like, oh, makes sense. No, it don't make sense. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this very clearly. Let me light my thing one more time. It's that cush. 
there is no, excuse me, there is no plight or struggle that can match to the African-American struggle. Let me repeat that. There is no struggle or plight that can match the African-American struggle. You do not compare what, what the gay people are going through to what black people in general are going through. Now, this is not to compare and be like, hey, we went through this. No, we went through that. No, that's not that. It's the simple fact of the matter of black people was torn away from their culture, our language, who we are. We had to fight to prove that we were human before we fought to get civil rights. Not even rights rights, just civil rights. Like, can you be civil? Like, can we talk? So, I'm going to leave that there. But just know I didn't like that statement. Okay? And, it's, and, and on the flip side of that coin, it's not, and he's wrong, because it's not like saying, um... I don't see color because it's not like Kevin Hart said, I don't see gay people. All I see is people. No. See what Kevin Hart did is what a lot of people in the hood does. What Kevin Hart did was not just hood people. Anybody who sees somebody in need, they do this because it's easy to do. And it takes no effort. Right. So here's what he did. When he, when they started to talk about that, and he and uh, Lil Nas X was about to explain, the reason why Kevin Hart interrupted him and said he's gay, so what, is because he was taking the tension off him, trying to make the man feel a little bit more comfortable in his skin, trying to make him, you know what I'm saying? Just, just I got your back, bro. Don't worry about that. I'll give you a scenario, ladies. Say you go into the club with your homegirls, right? They say, meet me at the Shamrock. Y'all go to the Shamrock. You meet them now. All of them done up bad. They look good from head to toe. You know what I'm saying? But you didn't get the memo. So you got on. You like, you know what I'm saying? You still look good, but you got the jeans, the tight jeans on. You know what I'm saying? The, the T-shirt, the, the, the tennis shoes. You're casual, but you still look good. But you want to be done up like your friends, Right? You walk up and one and uh, most of your homegirls be like, oh, my God, what is she wearing? Da, 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 da. And one of your homegirls say, so what? She's casual. So what? We in here. She's still slaying. That's the equivalence to what Kevin Hart did. You asking this man about his sexuality when he had the number one song. This song um, on Old Town Road, right? It is tied with the Beatles. Right. For the longest running on Billboard. I'm a, uh, now, I took this out. I'm not even a Beatles fan, but I know the importance of them. And this guy just did something not even Prince could do. Not even Michael Jackson can do. Not even Jay-Z can do. Lil Wayne, Eminem, whoever your favorite, he did something none of them can do. And we're going to talk about his sexuality. So to ease the ease the tension, Kevin Hart said. He's gay, so what? Because it's like, really, so what? I uh, I apologize about that, Stoners. I, I want to propose something to you. Think about this, Stoners. Outside, right? 
outside of the bedroom, how do you know who's gay and who's not? Hmm? A man is a man, a woman is a woman. I don't give a fuck what their outside is, if they're trying to dyke, if they're trying to drag, if they're transgender. A human being is a human being. A man is a man and a woman is a woman. I'm trying to figure out, outside the bedroom, how do you know that person's gay or lesbian or bi or whatever have you? You really don't know until they start exhibiting certain things. So it's really revolved around who this person is having sex with. I'm going to be honest with you, stoners. I don't care who the next man is having sex with. I don't care who the next woman is having sex with. I care about who I'm having sex with, and I care about who my woman is having sex with. After that, I really don't care. Right? I mean, you have to be happy. And if you're not going to be, and if you're not going to strive to be happy, what are we doing? I told you about the four jobs when I first started the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I said that because if you do that, right, you will be happy. Now, people say, well, what about money? And what about... Da-da-da? Okay. Jeffrey Epstein, huh? A powerful man with money, huh? And because of his sexual devances... He had leverage over some of the most powerful people. He had millions upon millions upon millions until it said billions. He had islands. He got passports with stamps in them. And at the end of the day, none of that mattered. He went to jail and they got him. I said that to say this. If money, power, and or respect is as important as most people say they are. Well, why ain't Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein just living a life like he's been doing? Why did he die? Why did he kill himself? Scratch that. Why did he go to jail to begin with? See, people think once you get the money, you get the power, then you get the respect. This is not a movie. You are not Tony Montana. Once you get the money, you get the haters. Once you get the haters, you get the problems. Once you get the problems, you get the stress. Once you get the stress, well, it's up to your mind and who you are as a person and see how you're going to come up out of that. But people do not, and, 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 and again, I say stoners, people, because it is the people that give you the power. People do not give you power just because you have money. Understand that. People do not give you power because you have money. People put values in things that have no value. Okay, stoners? Money is not important. All it is is a tool. It is a tool to get through life a little bit easier. It is the most used tool that we have. But at the end of the day, it is a tool. You use it to pay your bills. You use it to treat your woman to something. You use it to treat yourself to something. You use it to buy your kids something. You know what I'm saying? That's it. It's just a tool. It is not a necessity. It was not here when you got here. In other words, what I'm saying is like once the first human being touched down, there was not no such thing called currency. That is a man-made device. 
So it is not important to have money. It just makes things a little bit easier. And as you can see with Jeffrey Epstein, it didn't make things too much easier. Hmm. So like I said, provide for yourself, for your family, for your kids, for your community. Provide. You are a man. I'm talking to my stoner men. You are a man. It is your job to get up, get out, and do something. Provide. Now, once you provide, don't be no coward. Protect what you have gotten. Protect your home. Protect your car. Protect your relationship. Protect your kids by any means necessary. Okay, stoners? Women. My stonettes. You know what I'm saying? We already know you have the greatest gift on earth and that is creation you know yeah we have a little hand in it but hey it's our pleasure but my point is that create women but don't just create and then say i did my part nourish you have to nourish what you created make sure that it's running well make sure that everything is all good I promise you, Stones, if you follow these simple laws of life, you will be happy. People will wonder, my nigga don't really have money like that, but he always smiling. Because what's important in my life is taken care of. These other things that people chase after to make themselves feel more important is fleeting. People cling on to hate because it gets you likes and views. I don't cling on to hate. I say cling on like Star Trek. But I don't cling on to hate. Positivity and love. I let I let love love. A lot of people need to really think about that because people will jump at the time at, at uh what I wanted to say. People will jump at the opportunity to argue with you. I'll give you an example. I'm on YouTube and I'm just watching uh I'm just watching certain things for you know for just just to keep my mind fresh, right? And I was watching this Jason Weaver uh interview, right? And Jason all I wrote under there was that he was a legend. And when he's gone, we will miss him, right? Got like a few likes here and there. I just wrote a comment just to air my my opinion. Can you believe it? I got five replies under that. I don't know how many so far. I just didn't look back at it. But you know, I got five replies saying, oh, my God, man, why would you say something like that? You make it seem like he's super duper old and about to die. And another guy under him was like, yeah, what the fuck? I'm scratching my head at this one, too. Why would you say that? And I literally wrote back and said, uh, all I said was he was a legend, and once he's gone, we're going to miss him. How is that a bad thing? Yeah, but you don't want to wish death on nobody. I didn't wish death on anybody. See, my point is, stoners, is that in today's time, everybody's looking for a reason to hate on you. Look at Dave Chappelle. You know, he comes the sticks and stones. That whole thing, you know, I could do a podcast about that whole that whole comedy special. But look at Sticks and Stones. 
He ain't doing nothing but being a comedian, making people laugh at what's dark. That's what comedians do, right? But he got a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. But then when they opened it up to the public, it got a 99%. That was just transparent racism, transparent all the isms. That was just transparent what Rotten Tomato was trying to do to Dave Chappelle. People are just clinging on to the hate, and y'all shouldn't do that. Don't cling on to hate. Hate, hate never lasts. You may think it do. You may like, man, my grandpa been enemies with this dude around the corner for 50 years no he's not he's holding on to a memory that he barely can remember himself how many times have you been like well i don't like that nigga and the nigga say why you don't like him man he just be blowing me because you don't really have a real reason hmm? you may have had one back in the day when you initially got mad but anger and hate those are fleeting emotions they happen and then they go. What about love? Love sticks. Love sticks. You can't just turn love off. You know what I'm saying, Storms? You can't just turn love off. Nah. But hate, with the right words or the, or the right gesture, hate is fleeting. So, this is a pretty, a pretty short Oh my God, I my blood. This is a pretty short podcast, Thorns. I just, uh, I, I literally, it is uh, 8 o'clock in the morning. I literally woke up at 6 o'clock this morning with this thought on my head and I just had to get it out. Um, I just, I look at the world and I just see it. I see what it's becoming. I see what it's becoming and it hurts because people are falling into it. Like they like it, like it's like they've been waiting for this moment their whole lives. We need to stop looking for negativity and start spreading some positivity. My brothers, my Asian brothers, my white brothers, my Indian brothers, my Pakistani brothers, my brothers, all my men that are on this earth and listening to this podcast, please, when you wake up in the morning, let your first and last thought be, I got to go provide and protect. Everything after that is null and void. Women, please, once you create, nourish. Now, I know what you're thinking. What does that mean? What do you mean creating? Well, it's not just creating a baby. No. Create a home. If, If the man provides the money to purchase a home, then you create a home inside of that. Decorate. Cook, clean up, nourish what he has provided. You see how that works? You see how it's intertwined? And once you do that, you will be as happy as you can be, stoners. Don't worry about the negative. Don't worry about the dislikes. Don't worry about the bad comments. When you're trying to do good and people only see you doing bad, don't worry about that. Finish doing good and let them figure it out for themselves. Don't never let somebody else's thoughts change your heart. Like I could have went and changed that comment or deleted it. But no, I left it because I meant what I said. I don't care if he was five. 
once Jason Weaver leaves, we will miss him. That's, I don't understand. It's like saying LeBron James is one of the greatest players ever. Once he leaves the NBA, we will miss him. That's all, that's all I'm saying. But I don't want to get into that. So I just want to say stoners, block negativity, let love love. I promise you will live a happier life. Please follow me on all my social medias. That's Mr. Super Duper BC. That's M-R-S-U-P-A-D-U-P-A-B-C. Also, follow me on YouTube. That's uh, Stoner Talk. Hit that subscribe button. Press that bell. I stream over there more than anything. Sometimes I do drop a video, but I mostly stream uh, Apex and Fortnite and some 2K. Follow me on my Twitch, Mr. Super Duper BC, as well. I stream over there, Call of Duty and NBA Live. And uh, remember, people, negativity is something nobody needs. But for some reason, a lot of people don't mind wearing that coat. Let love love. And remember... Stoners Unite!